you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Here it comes down one more time to a kicker after all the battle that's been waged out here tonight. As it so often does. 43-yard attempt from the right hash mark. impossible and the Eagles run out into the field but there's still five seconds so they've got to get back he does it again David football football David the Dave Damashek football program available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP now here's your host Dave Damashek Sheesh. Wild indeed. Another wild card round weekend in the books now and another crazy postseason play. I said it on Sunday night and I'll say it again now. It is fully bizarre that in the NFL and only in the NFL can you watch postseason games and in every single round and in I think it feels like anecdotally at least every year. Something happens in a game in a critical moment, no less, that you've never seen oh, yeah. in your life. You could watch football for 30 or 50 years and you'll never. I've never seen that happen. The, and it happens every playoff round every year. That's the greatness of the game, though. It's crazy. Hi it's and hello crazy. and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented by Head and Shoulders. What a weekend it was. We're going to review it for you and also project ahead a bit. The man whose voice you just heard, he's seated to my immediate left here in Studio 66. He is the mean-spirited older brother of the mean-spirited Derek Carr, who senselessly beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, essentially eliminating them from the playoffs about a month or six weeks ago. But because still not sorry. I'm such a uh, a big-hearted soul, I still am willing to kibitz with him here in Studio 66. It's David Carr. What's the poop, Every time I hear the football, football David, I get really excited. Get and, and then up, it says um, Dave Damashek, and I'm, I kind of lose it. But Well, okay. Well, but for a minute, I feel like it was my song. It was a, right, like oh, you played it for me, and I'm like, I see. Every time there's a little bit of me that was like, that's for me. No, it's not. 
that would be a good thing. Like maybe we could do that for Derek if Derek would be willing to. You know what? To throw the next game. Maybe the by the well, not throw the next game. I wouldn't want him to to do that. Yeah. But I would like him to maybe we if we have time here after we get through the wild card, we can hammer out a deal okay. between the three of us for Antonio Brown because the word is uh, is that he's can, on the trade block and happen. I think Derek would really like to have the best wide receiver of the 21st century. I know for a fact Derek would love to have the best wide receiver. You know it for a fact. I do, yeah. You've spoken with him about it. Yeah, absolutely. What, what, what if uh, you, you say, like, are you going to get in Gruden's ear and ask him? I don't, to, know, if that's, I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, I feel like that would just be the natural I, for for John and for any for the San Francisco 49ers, for any team out there that needs a number one guy. I think that would be natural for them to pick the phone call. You know, hey, I don't like up? Jive. You know, the sign hangs right there on the door, Car. Let's let's shoot straight here. Yeah, I'm, I'll Derek, shoot with you. Have you heard from Derek, or will you just go right past the little brother? You have the key card to the Raiders facility. Yeah. You probably have John Gruden's direct phone number. Will you, or will Derek, or are you aware of anyone in the Raiders organization saying, "Hey, let's get in touch with Kevin Colbert"? over there on the banks of the three rivers and see if we can work something out I, by March. I will say, I will say that I know for a fact that Derek and Antonio have a good relationship. Oh, they've, uh, they've played in the pro bowl together a couple of ah. times. Um, he loves him. And I, I don't think there'd be any reason why that wouldn't happen. So I think whether it happens from Derek or me or through Mike Mayock or whatever that, however it looks. Oh yeah. I'm forgetting Mayock. Someone needs He's to make got ties back to Pittsburgh. This someone is all needs perfect. to make it. And make the phone call and see what happens. All right. Well, well maybe we'll have you time. Got nine to... first round picks. I mean, I, how many do they want? I'm that's right. Figure it out. Yeah, it's getting yeah. silly. All right. Yeah. We'll we'll see if we can return to that because I really am uh, intrigued by continue to be intrigued by what uh, goes on on the banks of the three rivers. All the finger pointing, national versus local reporters. There seems to be a disagreement There's on a who's, little bit. who's it uh, who's fault at fault there. Yeah. Let's talk about the wild card round. The team, the halves, the twelve teams that are still around, and then okay. we'll uh, try and service the rest here. Let's start it off with we heard that Cody Parkey kick heartbreaker first of all I, I, it's weird that there are that many people on in our society yeah that can still generate that much hate I get it if you're a Bears it's fan you're crazy. devastated but yeah, to I mean, direct your your to one rage guy. at that at a because kicker guy is weird that's the that's where we live yeah it has to be someone's fault Right, so it's the last person. So he doinked off the bar, and now it's Cody Parkey. He's gonna be, he's gonna be our guy that we're gonna direct. No, I mean there had many times throughout that game where they could have won the football game. Every player has a play they could have done and played differently. I guarantee you, you go to every guy, they're like, I could have done that differently. Well, okay, so his just happened to be the last one, and it got tipped. Like the NFL just changed it to a blocked field goal. So, so that's official now. It's official. A Why hasn't field goal. Chris Long tweeted that out because on Sunday night? Why didn't the guy who blocked it on the Eagle say, yeah, that tipped my hand. He Stop did. giving he, the guy the he business. He finally did. He oh, finally, he did. Yeah, he finally, they, they cornered it. They said, that was your white glove. So then they came, they found him and he's like, did you tip me? He's like, yeah, I didn't think I got enough of it though. That's what he said. <laughs> what? And so it's, but it's still like everybody wants to hate on Cody Parkey. I'm like, why would that? Why would the eagle? Who? Which guy was it? I don't. I can't remember the kid. Why name. would the guy you do can that? Find, you can look, literally. You can look it up. Hey, right now. stop yeah. yelling at poor Cody Parkey, everybody! I deflected that ball. Uh, I'm a hero, by the way. Yeah, I think that's, that's the other. That's part the of other it. part of it, right? Like I did this. Like usually that guy like runs around and like circles and you're like, oh, he must have blocked it. Yeah, watch yeah. more hockey uh, D line right, right. when the, yes. when those guys tip the puck in front oh, of the yeah. goal. They it's, make it very Stick clear up. to everyone that in the arena <laughs> the way they react when the defenseman shoots it in clean no versus doubt. when they deflect it oh, imperceptible to the eye they make it quite clear little, to everybody stick flip yeah i got, yeah. I got a piece of that puck i don't know if you know that 
Hmm. Goes on my stat sheet. I don't know what goes on in the head of some people. Why is that guy not making himself into the hero of the city of brotherly love? It's today? a team game. That's why Philadelphia Eagles team sport. Peshaw. Now, uh, f- uh, so let's work back to front. The, the 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 first thing that struck me about the Parky kick was mm-hmm. along the the same thing as I guess the David Tyree catch catch could fit into yeah. this. The Antonio Freeman. You remember the overtime I game do. in Lambeau where yep. the ball hits his bum and hits the other guy and comes back and he gets it. He gets up and runs in. Right. And uh, Jermaine Curse's catch in the last minute. Yes. Um, against the Patriots in Super Bowl 49. Ah, that was pretty good. The good. thing that uh, occurs to me about all those plays is you could go outside and say like, okay, now you have 5,000 more tries to do that again. Do it again. Or else not the play happening. can't stand. It's not happening. Cody Parkey could never do Julian that. Edelman in the to. Super Bowl, like you. Yes, that's the a perfect and then one. The, off the do it man. again. No way. You could never replicate that. That's why that. it's so great because you're never going to see those plays again. You'll never see another play exactly like David Tyree's catch. Wow. In that scenario. Speaking of never, I'm sure a lot of people made deals with the devil in Philadelphia just before the game and during the oh, yeah. during Super Bowl 52, watching them. This can't happen. We're going to wait. Nick Foles oh, is going to yeah. might beat the Patriots. Wait, yes. please just give me this one. Please <laughs> give me this one. I'll never ask for anything. In but then here again. it comes again. And so, now it's happening again. And all of Philadelphia rejoices, except for possibly at least. Number 11, the would-be so. franchise. I think it's that I mean, that when they're doing the cutaways oh, to man. poor Carson Wentz, isn't he? I it's mean, the most awkward position in sports at that moment because, and I've been there on both sides. You like, have. Yeah, I was. I want to hear That's why I bring it up. In I San hear Francisco, what like. I was there for a year in between New York times, and we had Mike Singletary, and it was a train wreck. The entire thing was a disaster. And Alex Smith is trying to play on a Sunday night game, and he comes out, and he doesn't play great. We were terrible on offense. And I'm watching it like, I'm glad I'm not in there right now. And everyone starts, we want car. And I'm just like, come on. <laughs> the entire stands like, you're 100 miles from where I played college football in Fresno. So, of uh, course, that's okay. what it is. And I'm like, and so he pulls Alex. And then before they go back out on the field, he puts him back in. And it was just this whole disaster. But it, it's such a weird dynamic because you're happy for your teammates. You're happy for your buddy. I'm good friends with Alex. I, lo- I love that he was having success. But at the same time, you're like, wait, but if he has success, that means I'm not going to get to play. So it's a weird human dynamic. To and they, cu- I mean, out. the cutaways, MVP, and they're by the two way, of the best guys, by the way, Nick and Carson. You can't get better guys. Like put a pin in uh, off-season stories with David Card, the Singletary season in '49. Oh I would gosh. be. Oh, I want to hear more oh about that. That's terrific. About that. no. um, maybe you should, maybe or perhaps should. we'll create an we'll audio see. book for people. I like to that consume. better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I buy the Carson Wentz because when they cut to him after the touchdown, the go-ahead touchdown, Wentz is laughing it up, smiling. You, that's uh, your first go-to. It's like the, when you, it's the nervous laugh. You know, like when you're like, uh, this is kind of what it is. Deep down. if yeah. you're, you're, I mean, I can't know. How can you not, uh, if you're a human being, especially a competitive one, and, and a, a recurring point for me is with everybody dealing with whether it's Antonio Brown right now or Ben Roethlisberger, right. people who are hitting me up from uh, Pittsburgh, are uh, they're competitive human beings. Ever sure. com- su- uber uber competitive oh, guys. Yeah. Yes. They. Yeah. You know, growing up in the neighborhood, we we've talked about this before. You and me, Car. Mm-hmm. You know the guy in the neighborhood, and you might be this guy in yours, but the guy who like like you strike him out and you like, and you start oh, to yeah. tease him. Like that was my way, you know, Damashek would, would bring the hook, you know, bring uh, oh, Uncle course. Charlie from the left side. There's nothing. 12 to six. Yeah, da- yeah. Yeah. You know, like David Bender, David Bender, who, you know, he was, he was in the neighborhood. He was the best athlete in the neighborhood, but I'd K him and then I'd give him the business for it. And then he'd throw <laughs> the bat down and he'd go home. 
And that was it. That would yeah. be it. Don't be like, ah, what kind of creep are you, man? Don't yeah. be, you can't leave. You can't quit the game no, like you that. Can't quit the game. Can't walk away. It's not okay. Unacceptable. Yeah, you can't leave. So that's that, and and that describes ninety nine percent of professional athletes. Has that been your experience? I mean, there's I a once agree. in a bluest of blue moons. Is there a guy who actually doesn't care as long as the team wins? I think that that never, that's never happened. Maybe maybe there's a guy that just doesn't care as long as the team wins, but because he likes man. his money. But I mean, I'm talking maybe. about. But even that affects your money because that's a, like what Nick Foles is doing is directly affecting Carson Wentz's value to the team. Would you not agree? I mean, I buy my course. Of he course, be, he could go somewhere else. I mean, is he, he, he's not going to give him 150 million dollars. We got Nick Foles right here. He'll do it for. He's half either of that. not a paying attention or part of him at least is yeah. is dying on the inside as he watches Absolutely. Nick Foles. Absolutely, 100 percent. My hero gets, because and, they're already talking about it. Like we have to talk about it today. It was like, okay, so is Nick Foles the long term? Solutions. I'm like, are you kidding me? I see. This is why people need people need to listen more and pay closer attention and spread the good word of the DDFP. Because I sat here a month ago and told everybody. Everybody laughed. Not even outwardly. Don't laugh at Dave. Behind the glass, Eddie Spaghetti laughed along with his fancy friend, handsome Hank. That'll never happen. That'll never happen. I said, if he wins three games and gets that team to the playoffs. And then I said, what if he wins a playoff game? I know. In a big spot. What if he goes on the road? Then people in Philadelphia will definitely be talking about maybe we got to get rid of Wentz. And here we are. Do you wish to apologize formally, Eddie Spaghetti? I, I mean, I'm no, not going not to lie. I'm going to say if he beat, if he somehow goes down into New Orleans. And no, he, no, no, no. It's enough now. He's won. I don't four, know about that. He put them into the playoffs it's when an, they weren't it's in. It's enough to get rid of your 23, 24-year-old like stud franchise quarterback. How old is MVP. I'm with you, Eddie. It sounds crazy, but would you now say say something else crazy happens like happened last year? Would you ship a two-time Super Bowl MVP out the door? No. Thanks, man. Crazy has already happened. Crazy, he won the last three games of the season. I'm with David. If if he wins again and wins the MVP again, then it's a totally different ball game, but if they get housed in New Orleans, then it's fine. Which could very easily happen. Sure. Maybe they will. I I think it's already done, and Carson Wentz surely is watching. They're like, oh, yay, Nick, you, what a hero. Yeah. Yay, how much, fella. How much study time is Carson really you know, kind this of putting is, into the team? Can I tell you one more thing about it, too? This is worse than last year already because Carson Wentz, when he broke his leg, was uh, yeah, he's the MVP. He was a martyr, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got to do it for Carson. Yeah, he would have yeah, been yeah, the MVP. Yeah. This is unjust. That's a good point because already you get the feeling like guys are like, oh, we got we got Nick. Then when the, right, here. then Nick falls. Then the, the then the mystique rubs off in September when you see falls. Like okay, he can't sustain this. Right. We saw him early in the year. This is an unsustainable operation sure. with Nick Foles. We got to get our guy back. Then Wentz comes back and plays pretty well here and there. Not right. always though. Not consistently. He's obviously the much greater specimen, but he is not. But but performance week in week out was not as good as Nick Foles in the last three That's weeks true. or against the best scoring defense in pro football. On Sunday night, with all the eyes of Football America upon him, Carson Wentz must just be sick. Like, oh, geez, that guy's doing better in the exact same system than I did this year. It's really interesting, and it's even the interesting part is the the like Alshon Jeffrey and some of his comments and some of his targets. A ton of targets from Nick and a ton of you know chances, but it's like, man, I'm just happy that I got Nick out here. You're like, what? You got a pretty good one over here in 11, but it's just, it's interesting. I don't, the other thing I don't hear spaghetti is I don't hear a ton of guys. I don't, I mean, listen, they're on a playoff run. That would be distracting and weird to 
to be consumed by this if you're a reporter rather than focusing on the deeds of the game. However, um, the, it, it seems fairly clear to me that everybody gets that Howie Roseman, I just get the vibe off of him. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Doug Peterson. We got to keep Wentz because that is the logical thing to do. But the fact of the matter yeah. is Foles runs our system better than the kid does. Yeah. He just is better at the trigger than than the kid is right yeah. now. Yeah, and that, that happens a lot of times. Honestly, with with veteran quarterbacks that are on the same squad as a young quarterback, he, it, I've seen it forever. Guys, Matt Hasselback would go in and play for guys. You know, like when he went in for Andrew Luck a couple years ago. Oh, should Matt Hasselback be our guy? No, Matt's just 12 years older, and so he has that that understanding of the game that maybe Andrew doesn't have yet. So then I look at Andrew now. Now you, there's no way you'd trade Matt Hasselback on TV for Andrew Luck who's playing. You know what I'm saying? So there's that element of it. So I think there's cooler heads will prevail and they'll understand that Carson's is a guy. And I think, I think Eddie's probably onto something. They probably are going to get rolled in, in New Orleans. I They're probably going to get rolled. You Unless know his back is really screwed up. That's like the one weird thing. Yeah, exactly. If, that's if, you, have, if you have like back issues, like you're not going to fix those. And that's the one time I get to sure. like, okay, maybe you can move on from them. But then you have to also think about like the money it's going to cost you to, to roster to those quarterbacks. You keep Foles long-term. Foles yeah. also struggled a couple games earlier this year. I mean, I don't know. I, I just can't see why they make, they traded up for wins. Like it doesn't make any sense to move that guy. And then you have an old, falls and say he's such a struggle Wentz goes to somewhere Do else. Do me a favor though and look up the one caveat to what you threw out there is look up how old Carson Wentz He just is. turned 26. 26. Falls is you 29. It's not like they're two generations. No, I understand that, but it's still the I same mean, guy. Three years is still a, a a lot and you have I mean you have Wentz for another decade. It's just I don't know. I don't see. As long as you pony up 30 million for him, you have him. Mm. And what's it do to your team? Um Interesting. In the meantime, now let's uh, that's not properly Beltway, Philadelphia. I get confused by what uh, that's D.C. and Baltimore. But OK, let's travel to Charm let's City now, shall we? Two weeks after Lamar Jackson and company paid a visit to Carson, California, the Chargers returned the uh, the favor and made their way to Baltimore and flipped the script. I said 20 to 19 and a tough one. That's not hard to do to make that pick, because no matter who's playing the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, they are going to play whoever is across from them in a one-score game. That yeah. seems to be um, yeah, it's the way it's They're always... They're okay with that, too. So that's why you always get that, is Harbaugh's completely fine playing one-score games. And as a result, they, you know, the idea that the Ravens, especially with a rookie QB, were going to run the table in the AFC and get all the way to the Super Bowl, despite the mythical, no team, nobody wants to play this team, which is, I think, valid. When you play every game that nip and tuck, somebody's probably going to get you. Yeah. And the Chargers got them. They did. However... I don't want to. You already know what my opinion is because I saw you like or whatever tweets that I put out. On I like Sunday. a lot of things that you throw out there, Dave. I want to hear your opinion. I won't weigh in until after you speak your piece. Okay. Watching that game in the second quarter, at halftime, in the third quarter, would you, if you're John Harbaugh, said like we got to go to Flacco? Yeah, here. it's a very real conversation. If we were, if we were on the sideline, you'd have a hard time saying, "Okay, I got a Super Bowl MVP over here." That the situation that we find ourselves in is we're behind. We haven't really been behind a lot with this Lamar Jackson kind of factor where we're going to run the football a lot, control the clock, play good defense. We, we aren't really made to do this, right? Now, they, they left him in and he came back and scored and made a game out of it, but it would have been very difficult to not put Joe Flacco in the football game. Um, but he didn't, and John Harbaugh, you got to think about it, he's looking big picture because now if he says, okay, Joe, go ahead, 
and they lose anyway, which very likely would have happened because if you put Joe Flacco out there with the the guys they had on the other side with the LA Chargers, I mean they're coming. They, he's going to sack Flacco okay. seven times. All right, you've sa- I, I've given you enough time to speak your piece. <laughs> now it's my turn. No, but le- that's that's point number one. Yeah. That is exactly right. If you put Joe Flacco, who hasn't played a game in a month and a half or Train two, wreck. you're going to throw him out. Who do you think they're playing in against? In theory, it sounds great. Like put in a guy that can throw the ball with it. No. He's not even close. What do you think Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa would have done to him? Did oh you see how quick they Joe were on? Joe didn't want to go in the game. Did you see how fast they Joe were Flacco on Lamar Jackson? Joe Flacco didn't want that game. He put his helmet on because he was cold maybe, but he wasn't trying to get in the game. That was Lamar Jackson's. It, you Lamar believe Jackson. that? You think that that's true? You I, don't think Joe Flacco was like, no, hey, Joe's coach, smart. I'm ready when you need me. Joe knows exactly what I know. Look at that front, and you're going to tell me that I'm going to go in now down however many points I'm down. That's the worst possible scenario you can go in against a team that can rush the passer that want to get you in a one-dimensional football game and then get a guy that's seven yards behind the quarterback every time. I mean, he's going to get his head knocked off. Of course. That's point number one. Two, the guy who would have been standing there seven yards deep every play was Joe Flacco. <laughs> who do you think it was? It wasn't Steve Young. What, who was back there? Like, what Johnny Unitas coming off. Who the do bench. you think is coming into the game? It's, Joe, it's it's a it's a, a rusty Joe Flacco. He hasn't thrown a we ball. We don't even forever. know. We don't even know if he's one hundred percent healthy. To be fair oh, to the man. guy, yeah, it would have been bad. And by the way, yeah. this thing, look, Joe Flacco. I, so I said exactly what you said, mm. which is if you're John Harbaugh. You have used your first round pick on Lamar Jackson. You yeah. inserted Lamar Jackson out of need when Joe Flacco got hurt. Yep. As it happens, because you were just about fired. You and the Ravens oh, yeah. making the noise. The Ravens are like, we're going to part ways with John Harbaugh after the season. That was made pretty clear. Now the football gods weigh in. Now Joe Flacco is down. Well, now we got to roll with the kid here. Yep. Then he starts to win a little bit. And John Harbaugh, when Flacco is apparently right, says, well, now we got to stick with the kid. Right. Why? Because he's a first-round draft pick who has your team on a roll. He exactly. with, with Joe Flacco in there, they would not have made the playoffs. Oh, no way. Now he's in there. He is struggling against a high-end defense in a big game. You yank Joe Flacco, who you know is gone. You and Joe have had questions. I, I mean, I've had conversations like, this is it for you. It's been yeah. a wonderful run. They knew. What, a, what an era, you and I. We won a Super Bowl. But before you go... Let me toss you in here again. I'm going to throw you into this game. Your and and what if off. you win? And by the way, what if you win it? Yeah. I can't go back to Lamar Jackson next week. I no. got to now stay with you. Now, what's that do to the kid? Oh, my God. He's our franchise. You're not. You're leaving in a couple weeks. All of these things floated around in Harbaugh's brain. And right. He, and he did nothing, and it, which was the exact right move. All I got from people on Twitter, though, on Sunday was, uh, why would he do? I said, what incentive would he possibly have There's to yank no the kid yeah. to, to put this guy in the game when you know he's not going to be on the team next year? Yeah, um, winning a playoff game. Ever heard of it? I was getting a lot of that no, kind of you stuff. You get a trophy after the first round? I can't remember. Yeah, wait, wait, no, wait. you don't. No, you're going to have to play the next week. And then who's your quarterback? And again, it's Joe Flacco. Oh, Joe Flacco's. Oh, you mean the Super Bowl MVP? Yeah. The, the six years ago, the guy who since has gone right. to the playoffs once and lost that playoff game. He hasn't gone to the playoffs in three years. Lamar Jackson just took you there. What are we talking about? We're not even talking. It's just it it's absurd. It right? conversation. Yeah, not at all. Shouldn't happen. I don't want to get into the other things that people have floated as reasons why there's a f- big, a quicker hook on Lamar Jackson than there might otherwise be. Because I know it's a different thing to have Joe Flacco there versus the situation in Chicago. But I didn't hear a whole lot of the same level of noise about, boy, Trubisky looks crummy. Spot's too big for this guy. <laughs> I know. But he did look. That. He looked like junk. Yeah, early on it was not good. 
He made some bigger throws, though, in the second half. He did. He threw. They spread it out a little bit. They, they were kind of banging their head into a wall for no reason. Like, why they were, weren't they? But the, I don't know. Why I, didn't they? I mean, because Jordan Howard didn't get a ton of touches. But when he did, yeah, he, he was making good, good steady yeah. hay. To me, like we've talked about forever, you and me, or at least since the preseason, is boot action. That's oh, where yeah. Damashek's at on all things. I love it. He's got a QB who can move. I didn't see Mitch out, outside the pocket very much. It was a lot of. It, it was. He had a bad not, angle. He moved fine. You could roll him out. That's yeah, where he would have. Right? Like, I mean, but he was still out there. So if you're out there healthy enough to go, I w- I've gone out with a high ankle sprain and I limp my way out there. But as soon as you get on the field, I mean, you'll figure it out tomorrow how bad it hurts. Like right now, we got to go. You know, The one thing you could see that the Eagles did defensively, that Jim Schwartz or whomever made this call was wisely. They said, we're not going to get destroyed by the jet sweep jazz. We're not going we're, yeah, we're to get job. They had a good plan. We're not going to get killed by that, nor are we going to get killed by Tariq Hill in space. I would Tariq Cohen well, yeah. in, uh, Same in space. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to do that. All right. So then start running the ball between the tackles to set up yeah. some play action and roll the QB. That seems to me Lord work. It sounds really good. Actually. That's what I would have done. I didn't and get then, it, but that, it, you do that on first and second down, or even what they did finally do is they said, okay, you guys, Philadelphia, I don't, that's why I don't understand. Like sometimes I think offensive coordinators overthink themselves. Like you have the Eagles who've struggled in the secondary. Like, so what Mitch is a young quarterback, spread the team out throw the ball down the field. And they did that a couple times, walked right down the field for, for scores. So it's, it's sometimes they overthink what's going on. Well, that, that whole, uh, the much ballyhooed RPO, a variation on that, the old school way is to roll him and get him into space and let the QB, the big physical QB yeah. say like, I might take o- might take off with this ball and truck you, oh, yeah. or I might throw it over oh, your you mean head. The guy that led the league in yards per carry, you mean that guy. That, how bad could that ankle have been? He moved fine, from what I could see. Exactly, I didn't, I didn't look like he was limping around like Aaron Rodgers no. in week one. Or no, something. exactly with the MCL or something that had nothing. No, he was fine. So that was weird, but yeah. okay. So now the Eagles move on. I think. I'm with you. I, I I just don't see the recipe for Eagle success down there. Well, I don't it's gonna see be, how they did. Yeah, it's going to be very difficult because the one thing that when, when Mitch started having success throwing the football, it was up the seams, right? They're bringing the extra body down. And then when you bring that extra body down to stop the run, which is what Philly, Philly wanted to do, then you, you kind of leave yourself susceptible to like quick throws up the seam, 15, 20 yards. And Mitch hit three or four of those. And Drew Brees has made a living off of that throw. So if mm. you think you're going to go in, play the Saints, bring that extra body down to stop Ingram and Kamara, you're going to leave your yourself susceptible because those corners weren't doing a good job they didn't have good spacing on defense to stop that throw and i guarantee you drew's in there watching with the clicker right now saying we're gonna light these guys up i'm gonna throw 15 of these balls and it's gonna be 40 to nothing does it make a difference that uh that they see darren sproles in practice and that somehow equips them to hand or vice versa the saints defenders see kamara yeah maybe i mean i got we know how to take that you gotta have a plan for him obviously when the guy when either one of those guys is on the field you gotta have a plan both in the run game and and throwing the football so uh, as long as you do that and you assign the appropriate defender that's the problem when you get matched up on the wrong guy so if you get a guy like willie mcginnis who willie's great player but if he's Garden Darren Sproles and coverage is it's not good for them, right? So you just got to make sure you have matchup wise the appropriate guys on, on those guys. Seahawks and uh, Cowboys. This was the other one that said whoever survives this one is going to be a yeah. scary team for whoever faces them. The Cowboys, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be in love with the idea if I were the Rams of having to tackle Zeke Elliott for sixty no, minutes. Not at all. But I like the Rams, and I find it hard to imagine that uh, that Sean McVay, especially with an extra week, is going to get outsmarted by Jason Garrett. I would agree with you. I, I just don't – I think the Cowboys, they, they did what they had to do yesterday, obviously, win the football game. But when you go forward and you play a team like the Rams who are going to score, they're going to score points. I mean, the Cowboys are good defense, but they're not playing at home. They're playing on the road. It's a little bit different. Uh, the Rams – 
they have so many different ways that they can beat you. And I feel like the last month we've kind of just said, ah, the Rams, I don't know. I feel like we, they've lost a little bit of their luster. And maybe it's because their defense struggles a little bit. And that's the one kind of hope that you have if you're a Cowboy fan is, okay, we can run the ball. The Rams kind of are terrible at stopping the run. Yeah, that's true. But it's also because teams don't run the ball when they're down 20 right to the Rams. So the statistically, you kind of get a little bit skewed. There. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Although I have heard of that pack mentality that takes over that when you're on a team with Aaron Donald, who's racking up big numbers and you have some of those guys out there that then it becomes a contest to oh, I see who can with that. get home. And first. they're, well, they're loaded with a, a group of guys that want to get home first, right? It's not necessarily team defense with them. I mean, you got to leave and you got Peters. I mean, these guys are hired guns. I mean, you got, these guys inside Sue is kind of doing his own thing. He's trying, well, he, Donald's getting a lot of attention. Why don't I get attention? Well, let me get up the field and make a play. So then, then you get out of you know, your run game gaps and, and you got some issues. But so. son of bum Wade will be able to say, all right, that was they'll a regular season ball. We're not, that's not what we're about here. We're taking they'll the have a away. They'll have a very specific plan. Zeke Elliott is not going to come into the Coliseum and take away our play, our Super yeah. Bowl dreams. Well, that's the trick. I mean, you, you're going to stop Zeke and then you're going to say, okay, now how are we going to match up with Amari Cooper? So do we put Tlaib on Cooper? Do we put Peters on him? him either way I think the Rams are in good a good position because they have two guys that you can say okay we're going to put Peters on Cooper and then we're going to take Tlaib and a safety and put them on their next guy and you kind of run out of options if you're Dak Prescott at that point because you can't run the football can't really throw it to my guy those other guys have to make plays against what I think is a pretty good second corner whether you look at Tlaib or Peters as a second corner regardless of the year that Peters had it was struggled he struggled a little bit He's still a pretty good football player, so especially if he's on a second guy, I think they're, they're just going to be just fine. Yeah, it's the specific of who you're going to put him across. Yeah, I like really him on is, Alshon yeah. Jeffrey. I don't like him on Tyreek. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think uh, also uh, one more thing about the Cowboys is going forward. I didn't really buy it when everybody was talking about Tony Romo. You don't get the pressure to be the quarterback of America's team. It is the most pressure-packed position in pro sports mm-hmm. in America. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But I thought Romo's great. But I feel like Dak gets more heat almost than Romo does on some level. Yeah. And, you know, I've been saying it quietly this season. I know he's had some bad moments. Dak's good. What's, what's, Dak's good. No, exactly. With that? Well, that's, everyone wants to be like, are they the worst ever or are they the greatest ever? Well, guess what? Dak's not going to be Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. Like He's just not He's not going to be that player. Maybe he'll develop into, into that. But right now, he's he beat Russ. You know, and he's where Russell Wilson was like four or five years ago, maybe even maybe even longer. And a guy that can utilize his feet in the run game, make some plays, make some throws down the field. You finally get you get him Amari Cooper, who I think has helped out. It's going to help disperse that whole depth chart thing. So Amari's over here. Now these these other guys can make some plays and they're on favorable matchups with corners now because everyone's got to pay attention to what Cooper's doing. Maybe now Gallup has and Beasley have favorable matchups. They're not drawn number one corners. And then suddenly Dak is better. So I think that all he's really had to do is be consistent, you know, and it's over the last, you know, five or six weeks, we've seen, we've seen it be yeah, better. The premise it's at this better. point for the Cowboys is not, Hey Dak, either you do it or we're not. Uh, oh, we're it's not, not about Dak. Game. Though, it's not about that. No, right? it really is about him making a couple throws at the end of the game. You mentioned it. So now I want to say, you say he's not Brady or whoever else you say, yeah. Brady or Rogers are probably the two that people hold. Are you not Brady or Reebreeze or whatever? Yeah, sure. I, I have to take a quick detour about okay, this because fine. you are you are one of those high end like people all know who David Carr is, twenty first century NFL QB gets the pressure, gets the guy. David Carr is sort of to me is is the is the martyr of 
He's what I, I really do think like, hey, you I are. You, I know exactly. Where you're you going. are the personification of that guy. Like yeah. that guy is a bust. Yeah. Because like, if you don't take care do? of this guy, what was I supposed to like, do? Exactly. I'm like, guys, we all see it. When you get knocked around, it's hard to play quarterback. It's hard to play quarterback. Just look at Andrew Luck when he got sacked 60 times. I mean, they were, oh, I don't know. And then next year, he gets sacked 17 times. And now look at Andrew Luck looks pretty good, right? Deshaun Watson is going to be a good quarterback. But I mean, that's my old team. You have to get some offense. You can't trade away your best tackle to the Seattle Seahawks because maybe he has some different political opinions. And now look at where you're at. You got a really good quarterback and a good wide receiver. Is that public knowledge? I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's what happened, but I, I, whatever. I, think that uh, if you read the tea leaves, that's exactly what yeah, but Wayne I mean, Brown yeah. had a different political posture than the owner did at the time. And yeah, and they dealt them away, you know, right. and, and now you're making, I, I think that's suffer for it. Think about that. Oh, think about how politics ultimately really did. It's Anyhow, it's, it, that's an interesting detour. I also want to talk about in the off season because because uh, I can see Eddie Spaghetti back there. He's getting anxious to bring in the ten foot pole. He wants to, <laughs> I'm he wants curious to get to some ten foot pole action. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk in the off season. I mean, it's a lot. We talk always, do you really, is that guy really worth $30 million? Is he really worth taking up that amount of your cap space and everything else? But all those, almost all those guys, none of them can move. And it's like, well, he's such a surgeon back there. He'll just pick you apart. At this point now, it really is, when I watch games, like, how can you get by with a quarterback who can't move at all? It's weird that you can overcome. I'm with you. That you can be so stationary. And I, if you. You have to be such a Jedi. Like at the quarterback position, You're like you have to be at the level that Brady is at to where you can diagnose the defense. You get yourself into the perfect play. And then I know this is going to be at least I know I'm going to be in the right play. Maybe he doesn't catch it. Maybe my throw is a little bit off. Maybe someone breaks down a protection. But the majority of the time, I'm going to be in a perfect play for this this opportunity. Otherwise, you have to have a guy like Russ that can, this isn't the perfect play. I got to buy some time, move around, make something happen. You, you have to have that. You it's we- It really is funny because yeah. it's such a weird arrow to be missing from your QB quiver yeah. and still succeed. And yet, uh, the you know. Some of the slowest athletes of all time play quarterback. That is right. And I said that on this week's <laughs> check report, David Carr. It's the truth. Phil Rivers. He is so Peyton slow. Manning and Tom Brady, three of the all-time greats at what is easily America's most popular sport. Yeah. Dave Damashek can beat in a foot race. I would take you. That ain't right. That's something wrong with that. I agree. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they're six five and they're huge and too much too much power. You know, God only gives you a certain amount of attributes, and a lot of theirs went to their brain, right, and their physical. But they'd say, but no speed. I I hereby challenge you, Phil Rivers, you Peyton Manning, and you Tom Brady. To a foot race. I'd love to see it. You can make the distance as long as it's not a long distance because I'll just like. They won't go over 60 yards. You don't think so? Oh, then I got that easy. Like if it gets to like a quarter mile, I'll Uh, be like, oh, I won't make it. I can pretty much guarantee Philip Rivers has never run over. He's never run a mile. (laughs) Not since fifth grade. (laughs) In his life. In his life. In his adult life. Never. Um, I want to talk about this, though. Okay. Everybody, because I have to go back and people say, oh, you'll love to talk about the Steelers. I'm sorry. The melodrama in Pittsburgh is it's fascinating. still one of the bigger stories, even though they haven't been in the game. Let's just get through this. Let's just, just you know, tell me if this is myth or reality. Okay. Roethlisberger, says Ryan Clark, who, by the way, was in the locker room for a long time with Big Ben Roethlisberger, so I think yeah. he knows who he is. Yeah. He, Ryan Clark, made it quite clear. Teammate of Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger, player for Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Goes through it. 
basically says, if you read between the line, we're pretty clear. Yeah. No one is free of su- of some guilt in this situation. I would you agree. Know, a lot of people picking at scabs and yeah, you know, sure. that's not the way you got to handle AB who has a certain mindset. You got to treat him differently. All that kind of stuff. Mike Tomlin should have been a little bit tougher. Ben Roethlisberger leader should have led the locker room differently in on the planet Earth. Ben Roethlisberger is just not imbued with the leading man, um, John Wayne, follow me, and yeah. a, a kind of thing. But my pushback on that is, in in reality, not I'm not talking about the the two minute little bios that we see in pre games mm-hmm. and stuff. Who is that guy? Who yeah. is that guy? Brett Favre. Everybody in the locker room loves him. He's yeah, he's a scamp in the locker. He's so fun to hang out with. But he's so when it's game time, we follow him because we knew he. Was, who is that guy in the know. in, in like, the twenty first century? At this I mean, I, when you look at it, even like say like Peyton Manning, like but no. Oh come on, but, Peyton Manning is no, a terrible that's, example. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, I I, th- I was going to say that I, I don't think that even people like playing with Peyton Manning. Of course not and by the way I the know offense, guys that didn't like playing with me too and yeah. Antonio Brown and, and uh, the offensive line after they lost they, he pointed at the offense right. oh, no what the, the cardinal sin of an NFL quarterback you can't blame anybody else I heard Peyton do he it did it I heard him get into stuff yeah. with Vanderjat I heard him you. say the offensive line didn't have its best day after a playoff game yeah Tom Brady. Well, he's the gold standard, right everybody loves him yeah, I've never heard somebody say bad about it have you heard anybody not bad not, not bad about Tom no but for the record I will say this. He saw Jimmy Garoppolo get traded away. He didn't like the kid behind him. So what? So what's worse? And, and <laughs> what, yeah, what is worse? That's a good question. He had him traded he had away. Had him traded away. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the Pretty guy. Bad. That's yeah. the gold standard. Two. Okay. He never threw any teammates under his bus, but, uh, under the bus. But his wife did after the Super Bowl. <laughs> what? So I mean, you what are we talking? Con- you know, you can't control what your wife says. Fine. Yeah. I'm just I'm just making it. Uh, no one's clean. Is my point. Yeah. You know, this, yeah, uh, this idea that like why can't Ben Roethlisberger be more like uh, somebody in a movie? Because I, in real life, that guy isn't there. Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. I don't know. Drew's pretty good. Drew, it's hard to find someone to say bad things about Drew. Go ahead. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm, I don't know. I'm telling, just saying what I know. No, I'm but I'm telling you what I've heard. I'm well, a, there aren't that many. And I, I don't think Russell like, will. <laughs> I mean, who is that guy? I guess I haven't heard people badmouth Andrew Luck. Maybe. Oh, he, oh, you have? No, I have, I'm, I'm trying to think. If I'm just I saying, like, who, who is it? Is Phil Rivers? Is he universally beloved? I think so. He may I be think it. So. Okay, but, but, but the point is this there's, thing there's of like. There's one guy. So there's one. We can find these, one. These people who are pounding the table Ben Roethlisberger say whatever you want about the 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 way he comports himself okay maybe he shouldn't go on the air and say the things yeah he there says. are things that a lot of quarterbacks probably should completely say. agree with that but, I mean come on I hear I hear that noise but just for the record for I this is directed at any Steelers fan who says time to dump that old guy oh that's not and I look I'm not even and I watch the 2018 season look. he thought Levy and Bell was going to be in there okay I've, the wishy-washy like but we don't care about him it but and then after the season yeah that was a distraction not having him okay yeah. that's wishy-washy but so what? I mean, he, in the meantime, he carried this team that had yeah, James Conner and then Jalen Samuels. He, I mean, this is right. the team that that had a, te- a defense that didn't show up for the first half of the season. I, I get a lot of heat from your Steeler nation for not putting Ben in my top whatever. Yes, you do. Not, you know, so that happens, right? But I still think that Ben is probably your best player. I mean, that's even on top of Antonio and Juju and all these guys because, like you said, he, he was in a situation this year where – I mean, a lot of quarterbacks would have went and not had a great year. And he's still found ways to make it happen. He makes big-time throws. 
I was at I was in Ben's first game in the preseason way back Houston Texans days in in Pittsburgh. And I saw him come in and he looked like a guy that you don't usually see. Big body can do everything, right? So I don't I don't buy that stuff. I mean, there's guys with some personality traits that would you you would probably choose different ones for them that play quarterback in this league. That's right. Oh, and by the way, here's another guy. Aaron Rodgers is not, is not this mythical leader of men. He's a quiet guy. He's got a rise. He's got a wry sense of humor. It doesn't jibe with every guy on the Packers roster over the years. It doesn't mean that he's still jive with his own family. Sometimes I've heard about that as well. Anyway, that's, that's that point I, 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 I wish to make. And the other point I would like to make is that it's funny that the national guys seem to say it's all big Ben's fault. And then the local guys in Pittsburgh are all saying it's Antonio Brown's fault. Now I can see the argument from both sides. Like, well, I've heard enough about Roethlisberger over the years and it's a consistent thing that he's involved in these personality conflicts and everything. But Everybody, the boots on the ground will tell you over the last couple of years that the 84 um, business has gotten has overwhelmed the Steelers business with practice time. What goes on in practice, the the gaggle that he brings with him to shoot uh, social videos is a is a distraction. And then no showing on the game. (laughs) He didn't like that Roethlisberger yelled at him in practice. Like, all right, well, I I wouldn't like that either, but I would still show up. Yeah, because now now you're you're messing with everyone else's opportunity to further themselves or their team. You only get one shot at this thing. Like I heard what Ryan Clark said. Ryan Clark was on it. Like he's he's on it. Everyone's to blame here, right? So Ben has his personality issues. There are things that he needs to improve on, and maybe he'll never improve on those things. Maybe he's always going to say he's a 37 year old man. That's suddenly going to change. Yeah. You're not gonna, so that's what he's going to do. You got him right. But, but not showing up for the game. And Antonio's got some, look, Juju Smith Schuster gets MVP. Antonio starts having these little people will tell you that the timing of that doesn't. Yeah, work but I mean, out. still, like before he was voted MVP, he was still seen as their number one receiver. You just watch fair. film. Yeah, that's right. If you watch film, you see that Juju is getting the opportunities. Antonio is over here and and Antonio sees that. Antonio saw that. Who knows? When, a year ago. So he. That's. It, that's it's that's just bottom line wide receiver is, stuff. It's petulant stuff. And I'm not saying every anybody is uh, is free of that charge, but it's petulant stuff. If you are this superstar wide receiver, you're on the cover of the Madden game and all that kind of stuff. To be like, why is why is the other guy getting so much attention? I would agree. But oh, now he's the hero. It's like, yeah, I, I get it. You're getting doubled constantly. That safety yeah. is never going away from your side of the field right and that's what's making the opportunity all right yeah you said but well, it's all right you're still you're still eating as they yeah, say you're, st- <laughs> you're still over 100 business is still good you're still, still over a 100 yeah it's still booming you right. went up over 100 you still led the league in yeah. touchdown receptions it ain't that bad but man. i've been but i've been around five or six guys that are that play his position <clears throat> excuse me that that are that are that way and if they are not the guy, who cares what their numbers are? They, he thinks he should have had 25 touchdowns this year. I guarantee Antonio thinks I should have 20 touchdowns this year based on who I am as a player. So they're never going to be content. And, and that's why what? you love them. That's and why you love those guys. That's right. And that's and I the, want and, that guy on my team. And in Antonio we'll Brown's defense, it is interesting how that mo- how that target moves around. Now, not excusing no showing because that goes too far. Obviously, you got to yeah, show up for the big far. games. He messed up. Yep. That's bad. Yep. However, this like, oh, he's selfish. He wants the ball all the time. You know who else did? Jerry Rice, who, who after they won the Super Bowl, complained in the locker room and was down in the dumps. Yeah, who he, doesn't? Like, what great receiver 
have I ever been around that didn't want the you ball? You just stole None. the Super Bowl from the Bengals, Jerry Rice. Literally. Be happy, man. You yeah. just were the key figure in that uh, in that exhilarating. I, drive. I would like, argue that's the I'm one a, one he, quality I want with a, a wide receiver. All right, are, about, are you the guy that wants the can ball? Can I tell you another one? Like, yeah, Walter Payton. How about Walter Payton? They fi- he finally gets over the hump. He finally wins a Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, he didn't get the I, listen. I was miffed for him. I was a little kid watching it and I knew enough to say like, Mike Ditka, you gave the ball to the fridge over right. sweetness. That's crazy. You got you Nevertheless, you just won the Super Bowl and he was and he was P.O.'d yeah. that that slight overwhelmed the joy that should have filled his heart that yeah. day. Yes. Professional athletes. Once again, a reminder are selfish guys. This Absolutely. is, yes, they are me guys. You want me guys. 100%. Do you not want You watch? don't want a guy who, like, in the fourth quarter, like, um, I don't know can if you I want do it? Because I don't want it. Let Juju do it. Throw it to him. Throw it over there because no. I don't know if I'll catch it. Absolutely right. Right? 100%. All right. Do we want to do the 10 foot pole or are you done, Emma VP? Let's do it so long as David can do it. Let's do it. All right. Just so he can experience. Yeah, I've never done the 10 foot pole. So let's do it. We talked about Dak already. We can leave him alone. Philly boy. Mm. All right. Let's you know what? I, I, I have an idea. Here's what we'll do with the 10 foot pole. Now, David Carr, you're a newcomer to it. I can't I believe no it idea. after all yeah. this time. I saw it when I walked in. I There's curious. a figurative 10 foot pole that people always so courageously announce. I won't touch that. Right. I go the extra mile. You I have a, a literal 10-foot pole. I want to see if you'll touch this. Oh, you okay. know what? I'm just going to cut right to the chase here. I love him. America loves him. Old man Rivers. His team's on a roll. Big victory in Charm City. Just an hors d'oeuvre, though. Now he heads to Foxborough. Ooh, it's going to be cold. To play Tom Brady and a pair. Yeah, I know. The football gods again with Tom Brady. What deal was made? It was a miss. Now it's going to snow on the team coming in from L.A.? Incredible. Poor Phil Ritter. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, all right. I'm going to make a statement. Okay. If you agree with it, you touch it with that 10 foot Got ball. Got it. Okay. Phil Rivers, 0 for 7 against number 12 in the New England Patriots over the course of his career. Now... Two wins away from his first trip to a Super Bowl. And by the way, I'm sure he'd enjoy it even a little bit more because it's in Georgia. That's relatively close to, sure. oh, that's to right. his childhood home. Be even more exciting for what little that might be worth. Either way, number 17 will go up to Foxborough and he will vanquish the 21st century dynasty. Will you touch that with a 10 foot pole? I will. He touched it, everybody. I you will. touched it. Really? You're riding with yeah. Phil. I'm riding with Phil because I think that his team is, I think this is the best team that he's had, the best shot that he's had. At least in a decade. Round. At, at least, least in a decade. Right, at least. So, and I think it sets up, I need that defense, man. I've seen this, I've seen this happen where the only chance you have against Tom Brady is rushing for and getting pressure on him. It's been like that for two decades. Yep. And the Chargers have that. That's that's it. Precisely right. It. I I, yeah. I mean I, that's a practice. And by the way, who is out there? But you you have you have the uh, people said oh because I was doing that NFL uh, films top one hundred list uh-huh. week in and week out and Derwin James yes a little bit of uh, self validation I said before the season you watch that's the best player in the draft watch yeah. this guy go up right. to and so I just, he consistently kept proving me right and he is he is a dominant player even in his rookie season he does he does so much for them and then last week so he's playing against the ravens he's at the line of scrimmage playing safety 
on the line of scrimmage, basically linebacker right. running him down first play of the game, minus one yard. I mean, so and now next week he's going to be all over the That's place. That's my X guys. factor of that game is Derwin James. Because, Gronk. Well, they're going to try to, but and they're also going to try to feed Sony oh, sure. Michelle. So how he Michelle. reacts to that yeah. is because, right, he's also going to have some 87. Gronk duty. Um, but then also Casey Hayward, who's whipping him? Yeah. Julian Edelman? Nope. Come on. Um, next one and last one for you. Andrew Luck. Another nice story. Nobody yeah. knew four months ago if he was going to ever look the same. He's throwing a Nerf ball. You could barely throw a Nerf ball. Now he looks terrific. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sure. Did, did that bother you? Do you not care when they when the Texans lose? I don't care. You don't care. I probably would prefer that they lose. You prefer it? I mean, maybe. Because you were, because right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Deshaun's a big hero. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, and I don't like when I pick games, when I look at it, I can, I can look at it because it's been so long ago. I can look at it kind of objectively and just, oh, yeah. Okay, they'll win the game or they won't win the game. I don't have like animosity towards them, but I mean, there's a little bit of that. Like what they had when you were playing that you had over the current team is that you wore those red socks with the blue pants. That looked good. I love that you. But remember. when they wear the blue socks with the blue pants, it looks like a unitard. Looks like they're missing something. Yeah, yeah it looks like they're wearing jazzercise pants. I don't really like it. We used to wear. Uh, we had an all red uniform that I kind of liked. No, that see that now you go too far. <laughs> that was a. Death. We were on Christmas Eve. We beat the Colts. On Ugh, Christmas Eve. That Speaking is one of the. the all, that is one of the all time worst uniforms I've well, ever seen. We won a lot of games in those uniforms. You didn't win a lot. If you won a lot. Okay, we won like two or three. <laughs> a like lot a of lot. games. Felt like a lot. Um, now we have Andy Luck here with his beard. He's going to Arrowhead Stadium. <laughs> Can they vanquish the man, the phenom of 2018? It's going to be. I'm going to make the statement. Andrew Luck will go to Arrowhead and leave Arrowhead with a victory and perhaps some barbecue sauce in his beard. Oh, my goodness. I'm touching it. What? I'm touching it. I'm the Colts it. are going to beat the mighty Chiefs. I'm taking it. And I really the only you want to hold this pole. OK, I'll hold it. Um. I That's cool, it. though. I like that you got the helmet stickers on here, too. Are sure. they helmet stickers or just little stickers? They're, they're, yeah. I don't know what they're they are. Close. Um, I don't know why I touched that. Pat Mahomes <laughs> is really good. <laughs> here's, I, I like to. I don't want to give him a chance because they don't have. They're like one of those teams that are. They're improving. They're they're kind of going up, and they don't have any weaknesses. Like I don't see their team and say, yeah, they're bad here. Like with Kansas City, they have a they have a pretty bad defense, right? And usually those teams don't make it all the way. These teams, these teams make it all the way every year. Like, where's the hole? They're fast on defense. They can run with the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I don't know. I mean, I think the Colts can do whatever they want up front. They could, they could shorten this game. They could hand the ball off. They could run the ball up and down the field, give Pat nine possessions, eight possessions, and they, they never, I don't know. I it's am, interesting. I am amazed. Game. My final thought on that game and in general is – that I a couple of things I've learned from players in the postseason, and Brian Billick just said it to me, coach of the Ravens, of course, last week reminded me of this. He said that the hitting gets way worse in the playoffs. Ramps he up. said, he said it is. I'm like that can't be true. I mean, playing football games, like, what do we take something off in uh, in October? Take, it off. They take like, it off in October a little bit. They're like, uh, I don't want to have to sit in this eye tub all day. For the- that's really true. Oh so, yeah, so that's I mean, interesting. Yeah. And the other thing that is true. I don't care if people, football players have agreed with me on this too many times for me to to now back off. The curse of Sposta is real. When you're the team that's supposed to win a oh, game, I like that. boy, that pressure at home and yeah. where it where it gets that's you true. is on not on the road. Yeah, you know, nobody's cheering no. for you there. But now you're letting people down. You're letting at home. You're letting seventy thousand people. Uh, and by the way, before the that, uh, if you are the ugh. Chiefs, if you're the Chiefs and you're you're a season ticket holder for the last oh, thirty man. years in KC. 
walking into that stadium. Forget walking. Right now, you're wherever you are right now, you're thinking like, oh, come on, please. Especially, it's been such a fun year. Please at least win a playoff one game. One playoff game. Come and on, then, we're not going to lose oh, to by the, the way, sixth seed, are we? It's the hottest team in the league. And they and that is in their heads. Like That's what they get. Uh, but they're playing. They're already talking like, hey, the Colts are not playing like a sixth seed. And they have Andrew oh, Luck. Oh, yeah, that's all they're getting. But in. they know deep down. They but, know deep down that they're a sixth seed, and they're the home team, and this is what they've worked towards, to and this is as good a spot as they could hope for no in the doubt. divisional round. And yet they know it's not good enough. It's not going to be good enough for oh, the yeah. people in those stands. And if the Colts do what they did in Houston last week, and if they get up early, yep. that crowd will be such a deficit to Patrick Mahomes and company. Those demons are real, man. Right? That stuff's real. For every fan base, that stuff's real. And especially for the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been that team, really, that have been explosive and fun, and then they, oh, what happened to the playoffs? Chiefs will win, though, because Andy Reid has two weeks. He will script out a fancy... Yeah, he'll have nice few package. things at the top of the game. To it's going to be a lot for the Colts to handle that first 20 plays or so. It's going to be... There's going to be guys coming from everywhere. I said this last week about Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky is at his best coming out of the gate when Nagy has something special yeah. in store, and they... They get the they they score in the first possession or two. Mm-hmm. That's when the Bears formula works best, especially because of their pass rush. Yep. But with the Chiefs, also true. When Patrick Mahomes jumps you and you don't know what what just happened, it's fourteen yes. nothing. If that's not the case, I I thought it watching the Eagles game yesterday. Ah, these this Eagles team is a little flawed, so who knows what'll happen. Uh. But. This isn't a good spot for the Bears to be 3-3 and 6-3 and all that jazz. You you wanted, if you're the Bears, ideally. momentum's going to shift. I mean, the I know every team wants to be ahead in the game. The pressure at the end of the game is going to be so high on the team that's supposed to win. It's going to be incredibly high at home. You would think that in Kansas City, in a tight game in the fourth quarter, it's going to be loud for Andrew Luck. No, they're they're sitting there thinking, we're about to lose the Colts. Please don't lose this game. You do not want Mahomes <laughs> running out there like, hey, come, I got to do it for these people. No, no. You want it to be, if it's not like 10 nothing at the end of the first quarter, with you on that. get nervous, Chiefs fans. That's how I feel about Extremely it. Nervous. All right, that's it. Eddie Spaghetti just whispered in my ear, rap already, would you? Where do you have to go, just, spaghetti? It's not me. It might be David. Might have obligations. Yeah. Oh, you have to go. Well, I got to put a suit on and pretend like I'm talking football, probably. Okay. I mean, I thought we were having I, a nice I had, time. I was fine, Eddie. We didn't even get to hammer out the details of our Antonio Brown for a first round, or perhaps multiple first round picks. Uh, I mean, if I had his face here, real quick. Yeah. If I had his face here, yeah. let's let's pretend that. Uh, that uh, okay just imagine antonio yeah, well, imagine. brown's face right here okay you could probably you could probably i bet you could put it on i look so. kind of like him so you could just make it my face but let's okay. say antonio brown's antonio brown wears the pittsburgh steelers uniform in september of 2019 will you touch that with a 10-foot pole there's no way no way <laughs> really I, I don't i just don't i think that he i think he's gonna want out i think the bad thing is yeah, you, you I don't think call a meeting yeah. and say, "Hey, let, hey, there Tomlin, be a meeting first. Roethlisberger, oh Antonio, let's 100%. all sit down and settle this hash." <clears throat> Except for the fact that what guarantee could you possibly place on Antonio Brown to say one thing we can't have is you not showing up for a big game? Like, if you're afraid of that, yeah. that is too disruptive. You cannot go forward uh-uh, with that. You can't. Uh, that's why. That's why I think the guy didn't show up for a football game. I mean, he clearly doesn't want to be there. But I also think I also think two yeah I also think two months I also think that most people while well, when, when you're watching the playoffs I know as a Steelers fan watching those games I was thinking you mean to tell me the Steelers couldn't beat these teams of course they could knock off they I, I beaten- said it like I I, I- 
think I told you maybe last week is if the Steelers were in this, they would be my favorite. They would AFC. be right. That's that's what is terrible about it. Yeah. But but oh, as you get away from any big moment, big uh, dramatic moment, it starts to chill a little bit and you start to, all right, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Antonio Brown is beneficial to Roethlisberger and vice versa. And Antonio Brown is ultimately good for the Steelers with his deeds. How, unless the asterisk, asterisk is he is potentially just not going to show up to games. <laughs> right. Then I don't know how you resolve that. I could I think see that, two well, months from now us being like, all right, so they're going to work it out. They're going to be together. You would think so. But also, if you're like, if Mike Tomlin is like, I, I just can't have a guy on well, the I don't team. Even well, I don't know, know if, if he's going to be here. I don't even know if it stops at Mike Tomlin. I think it goes all the way up to the ownership. I think the Rooney family is going to say, we can't have this. Okay, so then, that's where I think it goes. So that returns me to where we were a little while ago. The next time we sit, we don't get up from the from the negotiating table until we have hammered that's out a detail, the, all the details. We'll of, make it happen. We can make the hap- We can make it happen for Mayock and those guys right now. Perfect. Well, you know what? That's what we need to do. We'll get Mayock on the line, Gruden. We'll yeah. get Kevin Colbert. We'll all work this thing out. All right. Okay. Great stuff in the meantime, as always, from number eight there, uh, David Carr. We'll be back with more Who in Applesauce later on in the week for you. I don't know. I think maybe we could even get three out of this week. I don't know. I will let's see what MOVP thinks. She maybe. You never know. I like see? that optimism. Right? You, no, see what no, you're you doing. That's <laughs> she, a tease. She said, there's no way. I'm going home. No, I felt like, see, I want to build the suspension. Yeah, you don't know do what's going to happen. You never know. MOVP yeah. may call for a third one. The only way to know for sure is to subscribe to the DDFP. We'll talk to you later on. Till then, it's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.